ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report a trade. We have a trade to announce. Tails. Let's go. How about this <laughs> trade that just went down? Wow. Um, okay, so the, the rumor is true. Okay, uh, we just traded you. Okay, we traded you to the Indianapolis Colts. All right. So, um, you okay? No, I want to call my grandmother. You can call your grandmother. Okay, this hasn't this hasn't hit the papers or anything like that. Okay, well, won't we just do? Won't we do a little business first? Okay, before you call grandma. Okay. What's up, everybody? Back again for another edition of the 4D Chess Dynasty Trade Show. Coming at you, episode seven. Can you believe that shit, Adam? Episode seven. Episode seven, man. Weeks Ooh. flying by. It's hot out here, man. Episode seven. It literally is hot out here. It's it is, like 90, and it's humid. Some fucking degrees. <laughs> I'm too fat for this, man. Uh, we appreciate you guys tapping in. If you are listening on podcast form, rate and review helps us out so much. And you too. Like and subscribe. Leave some comments. Subscribe helps so much too. Boosts the numbers. You get the likes. You get the uh, the comments going. Helps the algorithm. So it helps us out. So we appreciate it. And as always, if you want to trade featured on this show. You know where to find us, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Get you into Destination Debbie, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Come over, hang out with Adam and I and the shitheads. So, hell, Adam, let's stop messing around. Let's get right into it. First one, if you remember last week, I traded for a quarterback. Exact same league. Doubled up, traded for another quarterback. Another stud, 14 teams, super flex, start nine. Might as well. I trade away. 22-103 in a 23-second, which is probably mid to late, just for some context. It's not super early. And in return, I received Mr. Super Bowl champion Matthew Stafford back. How are you feeling about this one? Well, it's interesting. Um, everyone tuning in, shitheads, Dynasty Degenerates on the podcast, whatever, whoever you are tuning in, we're going to add a little wrinkle here. Uh, it used to be you know, a lot of one quarterback and super flex talk. Over here, we're not doing any one quarterback stuff, okay? You can forget about that. We're not doing one QB. But from now on, we're going to break it down because best ball is becoming a format that Mike and I really prefer and do a lot of Destination Debbie with a lot of the people there. We're doing a lot of the best ball stuff. So we want to go best ball and lineup, and we'll give you a grade on both sides. Interestingly enough, this is the deal we get first because I do not give a fuck if it's best ball or lineup. Give me Matthew Stafford. My goodness. What are you Adam, doing to these people, man? Adam, this is the one where you have a, a person who is a failed contender at the end of his contender run, really wanting to rebuild desperately and desperately trying to sell off pieces. And that's where if you have the assets available, that's your time to pounce, you know, because you can get some discounts. And I I would gladly do this. If I stuck at the 103, Adam, I was taking Kenny Pickett. I'm a man of my word. We don't podcast about Kenny Pickett. For me to not fucking take him at 103. So in my mind, this is Kenny Pickett. At worst, it's going to be Drake London. If, if you're a Drake London person, like if you'd rather take him, fine. Kenny Pickett or Drake London, a second that's mid to late in the 14 team next year. I know it says 23, but I could really give a shit less about it. Just kind of a whatever piece. For a guy in Matt Stafford that you and I like, I mean, we're probably not as high as some people are. Um, where he goes in ADP, I don't think you and I are probably touching him a lot. Like we're not going to end up with an overabundance of Matthew Stafford shares because we're that high on him, but I like him. 
he's an upper echelon quarterback, definitely in the threat for putting up QB one numbers in a 14 team league. I'll take that on a contender. So I really, I really like this deal. It's just, uh, I wanted to point this one out, not because I want to gloat or anything, but for those of you listening and watching, keep that in mind with teams that are coming to the end of their contender run. If you're that team that slowly is building and you have a lot of assets, go explore some of these types of deals because you can get some uh, some hefty discounts, I would say. Mike, you smell that? It smells what is like it? desperation. <laughs> uh, I was going to throw in some lines for the big short. No, it's money. It's money. <laughs> All right, Adam. I can't kick every show off with me, so I have a trade for you with you involved here, you and T-Rock. So, Adam, you sent oh, okay. You <laughs> sent away Noah Fant and Brandon Ayuk, mm-hmm. and in return, you received Albert O, a 23 first and a 23 second. So, take us into what you're doing in this league. Is this a lineup league? Is this a best ball league? What were you doing here? Yeah, so this is a best ball league. This is one of those, Mike, where I mean, it's probably still the case now. It's been a little while since I've done a snake startup, but. This is right at peak time where 23 first you could send literally. So I ended up sending the 23 first straight up for Cam Akers. And I'm like, at that point, I picked my direction. I'm going to go for it. So T-Rock was sitting on my picks and this came across. Now, I still think I'm a contender. But this does give me, one, my 23 first and second back, if anything was to happen early, right? And then on top of it, like here's the way I break down this trade, Mike, and why I took it even on the contending side. If you told me you're sending me a late guaranteed first for Brandon Ayuk on a contender, I'd probably just hold Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. But th- but, I'm, but I'd say that's probably about what I would need to do to even start considering it. Noah Fant and Albert O, I like Noah Fant. But the difference there in best ball on the contending side, I don't know if it's really that different, right? So really where I decided that this trade made a lot of sense for me was that second, which was thrown in there. And now I'm at three assets, and I like – I like Albert Owen, Noah Fant, not very much different. And I think Ayuk makes sense for the first. So I feel like I'm getting that second, and that's kind of what pushed me over the top. I like to trade for both parties here. I think it was a very well-constructed trade just from a value standpoint. The reason I will also just like I, – I say it's well for your side as well. The fact that I know that you know what to do with the 23 first and second in return – and it's not going to go wasted. So, yes, it's late, but it's not something you're like, I'm going to hold this. I know you're going to use it at the right time to push in yeah. and capitalize on the fact that people tend to overvalue those picks quite quite often. Like you like you mentioned, like Brandon Ayuk for a late 23 first, no thanks. Like I'll just keep my Brandon Ayuk. I'm right. good. Yep. Lineup or best ball, doesn't matter. Yeah. No offense for Albert O in a second. I don't know. That's kind of a toss-up. I mean, no offense, Albert O. I like both, but, you know, I prefer Noah Fant. I don't know if the second's enough, and especially if it's a late second. So I like the side from T-Rock as well. But I will caveat it by it's a smart move from your your part. If you you go from Fant to Albert O, they're probably going to score the same or close to it this year. You get a first and second. Maybe you can use that and capitalize on somebody who's valuing the 23 part too much to go get an asset that's better than Brandon Ayuk at the end of the day. Right. So and, if, if you're already out here flipping 23 first for Cam Akers straight up, late ones, hell, I, I like your odds of finding something a little bit better than Brandon Knight. Yeah, and, and I don't want to take too much time on my trade, but the, the dynamics of the league, right? T-Rock was the one person that hoarded picks, right? So I'm getting it back from him. And then at some point, 
probably within the first couple months, Mike, there's going to be someone similar you saw in that last trade that's like, shit, this isn't happening for me. I want these 23 first, and they're going to be able to, I'm going to be able to move that 23 first, maybe even the second for a really nice piece or two. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You play the leverage game, right? The, the Scott Connor special. Yes, sir. Hashtag leverage. Dynasty Hashtag dynasty leverage. leverage. I love it. All right. Number three, we got. Russell Wilson in a 23 third being acquired for Ronald Jones and T Higgins. Adam, uh, I don't think this matters to me whether this is best ball or lineup. Uh, Ronald Jones really just doesn't do it for me at all. Like, it doesn't get my juices flowing. So, yeah. So, uh, best ball or lineup here is absolutely irrelevant to me. Um, I, I wouldn't honestly move a 23 third for Ronald Jones in best ball. Personally, it's not for me. Um, And then the thing about it is, it's funny because I saw this trade go into a different discord than Destination Debbie or, um, you know, our our South Harmon, which will remain nameless. But there was a lot of people, I can't move T, I can't move T. Listen, say whatever you want about T Higgins. We love him, but he is gone every single day. If I'm getting Russell Wilson and Superflex, which we already know these leagues are. So, man, I don't care if it's best ball lineup. I don't care if it's short roster, starters, long, Russell Wilson every single time. Uh, Russ is the top eight quarterback in Superflex, and yeah, I said it, and you can bookmark it if you want. Russ is a top eight quarterback in Superflex. Still, I will side with the top eight quarterback in Superflex over over a wide receiver, no matter how much I love T. Higgins. I think I moved him up to wide receiver four or five yeah. in Dynasty. And that's fair. Give me the give me the fucking quarterback and the the third for Ronald Jones like like you had mentioned man I'm not I'm not sending a, a third for Ronald Jones a 23 third I'd rather just keep the third yeah. <laughs> I mean I can and, do much better than Ronald Jones I would think and the other thing too Mike um obviously the big huge caveat here the elephant in the room is the positional scarcity and superflex with Russell yes. Wilson versus T Higgins right but but before we even get to that point right if we just went off of the 4D startup mindset. You're talking a full round plus that Russell Wilson's going ahead of T. Higgins right now. It's 204 to 306. So yeah. with that, that's without even factoring in quarterback versus receiver. And that's being an objective just on ADP, right? Correct. I would struggle to to find Ronald Jones going in like the third round range, you know, a future third round range. Mike, I'm looking maybe at, it's I'm looking at the up. I'm looking at it right here. He is not going in the top twenty rounds right now, currently. So Yikes. Yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> that's that's no, nah, he's just a kind of a throw in, but man, I need a better throw in like that. Pass. Woo. Yeah. Uh, best ball lineup. We'll take Russell Wilson, please. Both sides. Yeah. Uh, both, both league types. Give me the rest side. Easy. All right. So this one, a little more interesting here. Um, interesting from the standpoint of just absolute disgustingness. So we got Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, Trey Lance, and the 101, which is Brees Hall. So it was selected, Brees Hall. Cortland Sutton, Gabe Davis, Trey Lance, and Brees Hall being acquired for Robert Woods and Justin Jefferson. What in the holy Santa Claus shit is this, Adam? Now, Mike, I saw that you asked a specific question to this person in the trade show. Was that answered? Yes, it was answered right before we hit record. It is a super flex league, so it's even worse. It's like my worst case scenario. Mike, if this was one QB, maybe like we're having a conversation. Mike, we picked a bad uh, episode Ooh. to do the best ball and lineup um, discrepancies because 
three of the first four. I don't care what the heck the league setting is. I mean, I'll break this one down if you want me to, but Justin Jefferson's a mid-late first-round pick. Trey Lance is a second. Brees Hall is a second. So right then and there, you just give me Justin Jefferson, late first, go back two seconds. I'm doing that every single time. Easy. Smash. Sutton and Gabe Davis are going ahead of Robert Woods. Like, I don't even understand where in the hell – Greek Canuck is thinking that he's going to win this trade in any capacity. This is, listen, we talk about this all the time. If you are sitting on the wide receiver one or two in dynasty, you're going to get a lot of pushback currently because it's Chase and it's Jefferson, but you got pushback when it was DK and when it was AJ Brown and when it was whoever else it was, DJ Moore and Juju, go back. You're always going to get that pushback. So I understand that everybody wants Jefferson, but this is why we say to trade him. Because if you get anywhere, you don't even need all this, but if you get all this, it's just, I'm off of him every single time. So if I take away like the player names and I just look at it, I think even worst case scenario, Trey Lance probably worth two future first. Brees Hall probably worth two future first. I'm not even going to include Cortland Sutton and Gabe Davis. You don't think Cortland Sutton's worth at least a late first. That's fine. Understandable. But, you know, probably a couple seconds is fair. Gabe Davis is worth at least a second, I would assume. So you're looking at three seconds and four firsts for Justin Jefferson. I don't know what the hell Robert Woods is worth. but Second, I, maybe. I mean, maybe. But, but, Mike, I mean, I would say two seconds for Lance, two seconds for Brees. I'm sorry, uh, two firsts for Lance, first, yeah. two firsts for Brees, two seconds for Sutton, and two and one second for Gabe Davis. Those are all as light as you're probably going to be able to that's being all on, those guys. On, yeah, that's being on the extreme. So, so this, is, this is like – even from that standpoint, Mike, it's egregious because you're talking about basically in the neighborhood of five first and a second. The way we like to play too, man, even if I have Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, somebody comes for one of those guys and offers me four firsts and three seconds. Like, I'm like, oh, God, man, I got to take this. Like, I'll figure the rest out later. Sorry, guys. I'm and I think, I think here's the thing, Mike. So in lineup, right, let's talk about lineup for a second. Because in best ball, this is so unbelievably not close. Not even not that lineup isn't also not close. But in lineup, right, you might say, okay, I want that stud, Justin Jefferson. And I think what happens a lot of times, some trades, people trade too far down and they don't feel like they're getting stud. I mean, you're getting two studs back in Brees Hall and Lance. It's not like yeah, you're getting – you're going way too far down the ladder, you know? <laughs> This isn't Isaiah Spiller and Kenny Pickett. Right. I mean, <laughs> man, we can we can move we can move on. Way to go! The dealer is back, and clearly because that is one hell of a deal. Wow. Woo. Nice job. It's a, it was an interesting one. When I saw it. That's why I had to ask. Is this is like maybe I can make an argument if this is what QB? But yeah. holy cow! All right. So we got a Nick Chubb deal. We just talked a little <laughs> bit about Nick Chubb last night on Tuesday night on the AMA. So we got Nick Chubb. Elijah Moore and Kenny Pickett being acquired for Tyreek Hill. Adam, Adam, what is with the receiver market, man? Uh, Maybe maybe you and I should be higher on receivers because you can get some (laughs) ridiculous deals, it seems, as of late. I've barely started drinking. I mean, this this is – what is going on here? This is insane. What what are these trades this week? Nick Chubb. All right, so, man, ADP Tyreek Hill is probably the first one off the board, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say that's probably fair. He probably goes before Nick Chubb. I would, I would. Yeah, say okay, yeah, he, he's a fourth. Chubb is the very first pick right now in the fifth, but so it's yeah. a difference of like six picks in Superflex. Yeah, that's. Fair. But Kenny Pickett's a seventh, and Elijah's a sixth, even with the hate or a seventh at worst. <laughs> so like, man, and and not to mention you're getting back a receiver, and you're getting two of the more scarce positions in Chubb and Pickett. Like this is just crazy, man. 
I'm starting to think some of these deals that I find in the Discord are photoshopped. <laughs> People are just having what, a, a laugh what, at us. What What does Ray say? Uh, banana land. These are banana land, man. What is going on? <laughs> Do I really need to give a side here? Anybody who says the Tyreek Hill side, uh, I guess Vegas Sinatra really loves him some Tyreek. Maybe it's Tyreek Hill. He better super. have He better have the whole Dolphin stack. And I mean, even then, I don't care. Maybe it really is Tyreek Hill sleeper username, you know? Vegas Sinatra. That's he wanted his own his own share of himself back. So once again, best ball lineup. I don't care. Give me Andrew Andrew <laughs> too true. All right. Hopefully we get a little bit more competitive here. All <laughs> right. These deals. All right. Number six we got Deshaun Watson being dealt again, man. Deshaun Watson panic is in full swing, so why not keep talking about it? So we got Deshaun Watson being acquired for the cost of Zach Wilson in a twenty three second. All right, Mike. This one is better than the ones we've been looking at. Uh, let me say let me say it that way. Um, nice way of saying it. Let me ask the question before we get into all of this, Mike. If you're a contender and you have Zach Wilson, would you make this move? If I was a contender and had Zach Wilson, man, wow, Adam. You know what? I think I would not. So it's, and that's what I was going to say, man. God, that sucks to say. It I, sucks I'm telling so you why, though. I wanted to hear you say that because I wouldn't have been shocked had you said yes, but I would have been a little surprised, right? Um, I think this is a move that's screaming, I am panicked on Watson, and I have to get a quarterback because I'm a contender, right? And this is what he could get. I think this is the reality of this deal, if I yes. had to guess. If I'm a contender on the other side, though, like you mentioned, like, and I'm sitting on Zach Wilson and somebody comes and offers me their Deshaun Watson for my Zach Wilson in a second, man, I'm probably holding realistically. Just it has value tells me to take Deshaun Watson a hundred times out of a hundred. And I don't want to panic on Deshaun Watson. And I would assume most people would say sentiment, but this is where we talk about on the podcast about knowing your league mates. I got to feel really good about my prospects of then moving to Sean Watson on a contender later. And I'm going to say most times in some of these leagues, just from some feedback on the Watson shares, I've tried to move. Mm -hmm. That could be a hard proposition, man. There there is a lot of of feelings on Deshaun Watson in a negative way where people don't even want to touch the guy. So to take on that kind of asset without a viable plan on how I'm going to fill the Zach Wilson production at the quarterback spot, like, if Zach Wilson's my QB three, okay, fine. If I'm starting Zach Wilson in my super flex spot, and then maybe I have some even worse options behind him, I really don't feel good about making him. But I would say in a situation, though, where he's like QB three, okay, fine. I'll just take the value, and then I'll worry about going and getting a Jameis Winston or a Tannehill or a Goff or, or you know, somebody like that just to, to cover me the best possible way that I can. But yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one to think about, man. You hit me right in the teeth with that, baby. So, and I mean, the reason I brought that up is uh, for a few things. One, lineup or best ball probably is not relevant here either. The one thing I'll say is, like, if it's best ball, you got – I would – man, I'm not making this pivot, honestly, Mike. Um, if, I'm a, if I'm a contender – here's the other thing, Mike. I, I, don't, I didn't have Watson on any of my contenders um, so far. Yeah. Really, right? So, but if somehow – my contender was Watson's my quarterback too, and I don't really have a plan. I would 
when I would, when Mike and I would do a team review, we would struggle to say that this is for a certain contender, right? So yeah. that's the other tricky part about this. Yeah. But you did get the second back, which is which is an asset you can move. To me, though, this is still Watson, man. Like, even if he misses a whole year on the value side, I do not care. And I, and I like, and we like Zach Wilson. We're going to talk about it more with our best ball series, so I won't get too much into it, but. I, I can see where Zach Wilson in a best ball team is an integral part of your quarterback group. Sure. Because maybe you have somebody a little bit better as like your, your lead dog, but Zach Wilson may be part of a deep committee of just okays or, or averages or however you want to phrase it. But maybe it's like Zach Wilson and there's a, a Kirk Cousins or something like that in there as well. Maybe another piece like a Jared Goff. So in that case, like a contender on best ball, I think I'm, I'd probably be okay moving Zach Wilson in a best ball situation on a contender. But in a lineup league for a contender, it's going to be even tougher because, like you mentioned, like you probably ain't a real contender if Zach Wilson's your QB two more than right. likely. Like right. you're probably not feeling the greatest. So, right. Woo! At least we got a little bit more discussion on that one. It wasn't a home run slam dunk like all the other ones. Yeah. All right, number seven. We got a Mandrews trade. We got Mark Andrews and a 23 third being acquired for Patty F, Pat Fryermuth, and Trey Lon Burks. Adam, how you feel about this down tier or up tier? However you want to look at it. Somebody down tiered, another guy up tiered. So mm, this one, this one hits you right in the feels for me. This is right. So here's what I would say. In lineup, Mike. Let's do this. Is a, this is gonna be one where lineup and best ball we're having different discussions. Sure. Although I could see the answer still being the same for some on both. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah. On lineup to me, this is where I would take the up tier to Mark Andrews. Start nine, start 10 lineup. Um, I will give you Traylon Burks and take the upgrade all the way to Mark Andrews. Say it's start 13. <clears throat> feel that way. Start 13. I'm having a totally different discussion with myself. I okay. may not. I may not do this one. I would have to have so much depth, Mike, to do that and start 13. Yeah, if I'm just loaded. I would consider it in lineup. Otherwise, no. So on the shorter shorter lineup leagues, yes, absolutely, I'll take Mark Andrews in best ball, man. That's tough for me. I think I could make the case if it was like a heavy tight end premium league to take Andrews, but I think more often than not, Mike, I'm going to just go ahead and take the down tier in best ball here. I I will agree with you uh, with a caveat. I'm not taking that down tier if I'm trying to compete this year in best ball. Just because of the thing I have about rookies. Yeah. And what kind of production Traylon Burst. He he may smash. He may absolutely smash, but I just don't want to put my hopes in it, even if it's just a you know, in a best ball league and like kind of a shot on it. I don't want to put too much stock in like thinking this guy's gonna do a lot for me. Pat Pat F's nice. But he's he's fucking no Mark Andrews. No, not, of course not. No, he, he's not giving you that positional advantage week he's, in and week out, correct. even in basketball. So he's more of a top. He's more of the tight end eight, nine, ten range, right? Yeah. Where Andrews is locked in elite stud. So I, I would say this too, um, to that point about the contender. I would still, if I was a contender on this one, I would be looking to four D this and and ship Burks out somewhere else to a different to a different piece. Yeah, that'd be the play there. I'd, yeah. I'd hold on to Pat F as just one piece, and then I'd move Traylon off or a vet and something else. You know, maybe you get another third back. You know what I mean? You go down to Keenan Allen and you pick up a second or something along those lines. You know, just keep the train moving, but you turn Mark Andrews into 
multiple pieces. I'm fine with that. Definitely. I definitely correct. Do. Correct. Yeah. But on lineup, short, short, short lineup league, start nine, start 10, start 11. I'm taking yep. Andrews here. I fully agree with you. Yeah. Those short ones, man. I need the studs. Give me all the studs. Give me the Mark Andrews. I like Patty F. I like Traylon. It's not as much as Mandrews. <laughs> no, no. All right. Number eight, we got David oh. Montgomery. 22-310, the 22-302, and a 23-fifth being acquired for our boy, my boy, should be everyone's boy, Antonio Gibson and a 22-401. A lot of junk in this this deal. A lot of junk. It's looking, real, it's looking real junky. Um, Mike, this is, you know what? Go H-Devil. I know he's in our Discord. Yes. Um, this is a guy that listened to the podcast, man. Listen to last week's 4D. Because Nick, we talked with Nick. Has the hate gone too far on Antonio Gibson? Because he's going after Montgomery. To me, you could basically look at this deal. As, I don't know, man. Especially the especially seeing that these are twenty two thirds. Yeah, I'm good. Like you can remove all these picks from me. It's Montgomery versus Gibson, and I want Gibson. And we all three agree. Give me Gibson. So, well done, my friend. Antonio Gibson is the move here. I don't care if it's best ball I line up, honestly. There is a lot of money lovers out there. A, a lot of them. Um, I don't, he's fine, Adam. He, you know, I don't mind him if he's on my team. I just, compared to Antonio Gibson, I don't think it's a debate, even as much as people want to hate on Antonio Gibson. Like, I, man, I, I would think that most reasonable people would rather have Antonio Gibson. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I don't know. Let me ask you this, Mike, actually, real quick on, and best on the best ball side. All right. Yep. 302, that could be TDP. Could be, yep. 310, that could be Keontae Ingram, Brian Robinson, Sam Howell. I'm not saying it's anything crazy, but does that do anything for you if it's best ball? Or is that still not enough? Let's say that says TDP, and that says Sam Howell, your boy. Yeah. Does that change it at all? Now we have a conversation, right? Right. But then we got to factor in the 401 might be worth the 401. Would let's say the 401 is Romeo. Let's just do the, the actual 401. Romeo Doves. Okay. <laughs> um, so change it at all. Best ball, it makes it a more of a discussion. I, I, I have to, I had to do that real quick. Yeah. It does make it more of a discussion because you're, if you've got the roster space to handle the deeper rosters, 30, 35, and maybe you want them shots. I don't know what the production difference between Montgomery and Gibson is going to be this year, but as much as I like Gibson, I don't think it's a massive, you know, I'm not talking 10 points difference. I mean, we're talking maybe three, four, yeah. five points per game right. in that ballpark. Yeah. Which I would probably favor Antonio Gibson, but if Montgomery outscored him just this year, like I'm looking at it in dynasty terms, why I'd rather have Gibson over Monty, but just this year, shit, man. Um, yeah, and best ball contender side, maybe I'd want. I yeah. think I might actually want the money and All give right. me the junk. Give All me right. the junk with it. All right. Maybe. All right, man. I think I think this is a smashing lineup. I think in best ball, we're having a real discussion based on what those pieces actually are drafted to. I agree, man. I agree. You have to, you have to position and move yourself and select the right pieces for the trade that you just make like if i get the three two the three ten i'm not just throwing them away on some something that's not likely to hit right like you know we we can yeah we can like khalil shakir all we want but the odds of him actually producing something meaningful is is very low like you you said if it's 
you're in the TDP range. All right, now you got my my interest, right? Right. You, you and had that, my, and, and you, based on ADP, three hundred two is only at Samir White, man. You piqued my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. All right, last one we got here. Pretty simple here, and this is the one I wanted to end on. Just to highlight one point that we talk about on 4D and we talk about with patrons on Shit Show, etc. But we have Noah Fant in the 22-301 being acquired for Colcomet, Adam. What are your feelings on this? I know I know you like Fant. I know you you like Fant. You're a Fant guy. I'm a Fant guy. We should all be Fant guys. He went to Iowa. Go Hawks. Um, man, I'll say this. I, I have Noah Fant several spots ahead of Colcomet, personally in my rankings. Now, when you go look at ADP, I'm not sure that that says the same thing. But even still, we just talked about 302, 302. That was pretty long to discuss 302 last trade, right? Yeah. Now we're at 301. I mean, we're talking Zamir White or TDP possibly, depending on your league and based on ADP. I mean, first of all, I'm taking Noah Fan straight up. And second of all, if it was close for you, it shouldn't be with 301 in there. Let me go. Uh, let me pull it up and see where those two are going right now within the last week. So we got Fan at eleven oh six, tight end fourteen off the board. Cole Komet ten oh five, tight end eleven off the board. So it is flipped. The reason I wanted to highlight it, you and I both like Noah Fan, and we rank Noah Fan higher than Cole Komet. Now I like Cole Komet too, but I, just not as much as Noah Fan. Right. This is something I would just wanted to point out to the people listening, watching that this is a, a an exploit you can do yourself so if you have some rankings you trust or you have your own rankings and you look at him and you go man i got noah fant over cole Komet," and then you go look at some sort of adp whether you want to use keep trade cut or use a deco or use player profiler or whatever it is and you go and look at it you see that the market is inverse of what you're thinking go send that deal out and do it smart like Lieber and just add add something on your side because market's telling you that, hey, I can get something extra added onto it. Why not? So now he gets the player that he wanted over Kolkomet and he gets a 301. Now it's nothing. The 301 is nothing great. It's nothing fantastic, but you got something. And if you hit on the 301, now it's a double win. <laughs> you, you've smashed it out of the park. But you also kind of have that little bit of insurance in case your rankings – we're wrong, Adam. That, but but this, t- this is a market exploit that you can do over and over again at positions. If you are really convicted on a guy and you have convictions that I think Noah Fan is four spots better than Cole Komet in Dynasty ranks, and you go to ADP and you look and he is not, not what the market's valuing, send that deal immediately. Go find the guy who's got who's got Noah Fan. You get to Cole Komet and you go out there and you make that deal and then ask for a third. Why not? I mean, and listen, we're, right now there's a little bit of that rookie euphoria going on, right? Is is it is it a sure thing that TDP or Zamir White or Jalen Tolbert are going to do anything great? No. no. But just off of value, one, those players are being traded in deals that are, are real. And, I mean, Mike, if one of those hits, especially Zamir White or TDP, you, you – this is found money. Free money, right? What if this is like last year and you're getting Elijah Mitchell in that range or something <laughs> along those lines, right? Holy hell. This is the other thing too, Mike. Uh, when we talk about like ADPs and players to buy and sell and stuff, people forget last year, a, a mere year ago, Noah Fant was going in the sixth round of startups, Mike. <laughs> Look how far he's fallen, man. 
Yeah. Look how look how far he's fallen. Seattle did him no favors, but he's still he's still a guy you and I like, right? Yes, absolutely. We, we still like him. So I thought this was a good one. Lieber put it in the Discord, you know, and saved it. And I'm like, you know, this is a good teaching moment because I, I don't think enough people talk about how to exploit the market in this exact way. And this is an easy one because you have two of the same positions. Now you can do it amongst other positions, mixed startups, that kind of thing. But look at some ranks, man. Uh, if, if they're your own, if uh, you want to go and trust ours, trust Ray's, trust whoever's. But if you can spot those discrepancies, you can rank it over and over uh, on all your leagues. Now, not all of them are going to get accepted, right? Because there's going to be some people out there in your leagues who have no offense, who actually fucking like no offense. And are like, no, I don't I don't have Cole Cometo or no offense. Why the hell would I do this? But yep. go try it out. And if you get 25% of them to go through, that's a hell of a win for you. I mean, if you're in if you're in leagues like Mike and I, that might be two or three deals you get down. Could be, very well, could be, and that's a couple more shares of no offense you get to rock with. So, yep. Have, if you got the conviction enough to rank them there, why not have the conviction enough to go trade them? Especially if you can just get random thirds just tossed in. Here you go, buddy. Have a third. Be on your way. But Adam, what'd you think? Nine deals. We had some some doozies, some absolute just atrocious. I don't know how these people pull them off, but. Bravo to you. And then, uh, you know, a couple good ones in here. Good thought yeah. process. We had some good discussion. I mean, listen, I mean, those earlier deals, that's why you got to be active. You catch somebody slipping on Justin Jefferson, and you you have absolutely reset your team's value significantly. So go make deals. And uh, this was fun. This was still fun. I, I'm also excited to keep doing the lineup in best ball. And for those who don't play in a lot of best ball leagues, kind of see where Mike and I's mindset are on why some of these teardowns that everyone's saying, ah, that seems crazy. Why would I do it? But when you start thinking about best ball, why would it make more sense there? Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you again for tapping in. Thank you, Adam, for doing this with me as always. We love you. We appreciate all the support that you give us. That's going to do it for us. We're out of here. Peace. Peace.